Hey folks, thanks for joining us on the Sportsman Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Cope, and today we're talking to Chris Acock of Warrington, North Carolina. He killed a giant buck uh, last week, and it's been green scored at 187 and a half inches. We're going to get him on the line and see how the hunt went. Chris, congratulations on a great deer. Tell us about the hunt. I certainly appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, it was quite mind-blowing when I, when I seal the deal, for sure. Well, uh, let's see. I ended up sneaking out of work a few hours early, which is uh, pretty rare for me to do during the week. And because uh, right now we're working about an hour and a half away from home, and, and my lease is twenty or thirty minutes from home, so it takes me quite a while to actually get set up to go hunting. But I was able to sneak out of work a few hours early that day and slipped on down to my stand. And uh, the farm that I'm hunting, the field that I was in, is a good twenty, twenty-two acre. Um, hayfield and i got a, about a seven or eight year cut over to my left and that runs straight into a creek hardwood bottom and that's where my uh, stand is is in the intersection of all that so i can pretty much look any direction and you know, i can see the hardwoods the cut over in the field as well there was it's a pretty good spot and and what uh, really got my attention was was doves were popping up out of the cut over and I and I was looking and I was looking and, and nothing I couldn't get my eyes on anything and then every about five minutes I would hear another dove or two pop up out of the cutover and I knew something was coming but at that point I didn't have no idea whether it was a buck or a doe or could have been a coyote but about the last the dove that last dove that popped up was maybe thirty yards away and I knew by that time something was right up on top of me um, and I actually turned around to look into the field to make sure he hadn't snuck out of the backside of the cutover or whatever, you know, whatever the deal was. And when I turned back around, he was already almost into my shooting lane that I had cut into the Creek on the hardwood bottom. And it was, like I said, by that time he was within 15 yards of me. And I, you know, it rained all day Sunday uh, around here. So Everything was wet. I never heard him sneak in, and when I turned back around, I just knew automatically he was a shooter. And uh, one thing I've learned was over the years is not to look at the horns. Yeah. I have missed I have missed some uh, some pretty good deer over the years by just <laughs> by looking at the horns and catching buck fever. Oh yeah. And so when well, then at fifteen yards, it was all I could do to get my rifle, just you know, to put it on his shoulder and just squeeze off a shot, and then. Uh, like I said, he had just entered my shooting lane, and then when I shot, he uh, he stood straight up on his back legs and went maybe five yards and crashed. Oh wow! <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I never saw him. Um, I never saw him leave, but I also didn't hear him crash. When I seen him stand up, is when I actually kind of put my rifle down just a little bit, and that's when I seen. Uh, you know, I knew it. I knew that buck right then was something i never i had never seen before um yeah and then like i said i didn't hear him crash so i waited 30 minutes before i got out of the stand and i texted a couple of buddies that that i i shot a pretty good one but i didn't know how you know how good and well uh I waited about 30 minutes and my buddies come down there and i went straight to the spot where uh actually where my shooting lane was and he wasn't even five yards from where i actually shot him Oh wow! He made it easy on you for tracking, at least. Yeah, huh? it was it was an excellent tracking job. <laughs> the thing, uh, the thing with that buck uh, is just that it's it's so much history around around the around town. I've been the the farm that I lease 
it had been multiple people that had seen him. There's been multiple people that uh been hunting him for three years. I, one guy come up to me, and he's had uh, three, three and a half years worth of trail cam pictures of him. Oh, wow. And uh, so I, I, <laughs> I ended up uh, telling him, I called him Monday uh, after I killed him and told him to come on over just, just to get a, get his hands on him because I know that would mean a lot to him, especially yeah. after, you know, hunting, hunting one. Because I know how that, I've done the same thing, you know, hunt one for years and then, you know, somebody else get him and you got to congratulate him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <clears throat> well, good, man. That's a, uh, you know, good on them too for letting him walk that long. And that's obviously what, uh, you know, allowed him to get as, as big as he was. And, uh, and how many points was that deer? Um, the taxidermist, Randy, how you said the scoreable points would be 17. Okay. But if you, if you were, if you were hanging a ring like the old timers do, it would be over 21, 22 points. Wow. How about that? That's a. <laughs> And, and yep, it sure was. And like you know, the biggest deer I've killed before before that was you know mid one twenties, high one twenties. So I knew as soon as I seen him that it was bigger than anything I'd ever seen before. <laughs> and uh, about a month before bow season, um, the farm that I hunt is down a dead end road, and it's all bean fields leading up to the actual farm that I lease. And coming out of there, you now we were setting stands right before bow season. And I was setting, I was coming out maybe 30, 40 minutes before it got dark. And I looked to the left one of the bean fields and I seen him and another buck standing there. And I knew auto, automatically that was, that was a world class whitetail because that, the buck that was standing beside him was bigger than anything I had shot before. And I knew that one deer was like, mm. you know, once in a lifetime deer. And that was no more than, a thousand yards from the farm my lease mm, yeah. and so so i started by then uh, i started setting stands and cameras I, we had cameras running you know for a few months before bow season and he i never had a picture of him not anywhere on my farm that i had a picture of him mm. so bow season was a little tough for me because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i wanted to get in there so bad because i knew i knew he was in there and um I just played it. I guess I would, I would say I played it smart. I would. I only hunted the right wind. I actually didn't. I never caught a glimpse of them, and I only saw a few small bucks during bow season. So that didn't really pan out. And then I'm kind of glad that I didn't see them with the bow because I don't know if I could have made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I could have made 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 that shot happen. Even at 15 yards, it was just it was unreal. Yeah, well, I mean, a deer that size, I mean, 187, I mean, that, that's a, that's an incredible deer that most people never even see in their life, so yeah, yes, that's sir. understandable. I'm, yeah, def- yeah, I was definitely blessed. To, uh, like I said, there's been, it's been a lot of history with the deer, not so f- much for me. I, call, I put eyes on them one time before, Yeah, and, and, like, and, and I knew there was, people had been telling me that they had been seeing them, because, uh, you know, in Warren County, you could spotlight from you know after after dark till 11 o'clock and then i don't think you could spotlight from 11 till 7 a.m and they had you know they had been some people had told me that they'd seen him spotlighting in the area so i knew he was around there it's just it was a matter of being at the right place at the right time and, and it, it actually all worked out and then the wind the wind was what i think worked out in my favor because you know bucks that big they don't they play the wind to you mm-hmm. know to the t yeah yeah that's how they get so big that's right yeah yeah and and what what did you shoot the deer with uh remington 700 uh it's a xhr uh 270 all right and uh 
And you, it, so it was Warren County is where you killed it? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Great. And uh, well, what time of day was it when, when you when you finally shot him? Um, I would say a touch past 540, maybe 542, 543. All right. So it All was right. pretty. It was pretty early in the day, and yeah. uh, he was on his feet early. Yeah, yeah, sounds <laughs> like it. Sounds like it. And 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 the place that we're working at, actually, the um, see, I'm a con. I'm, I work for a contractor. I'm a foreman, and so um, the place that we were working at in Clarksville today is um, we. I, I've seen a massive twelve point. I mean, mm-hmm. definitely. I mean, a solid. I mean, a wall hanger for sure. And yeah. he was hot on a dough. I mean, he was dogging a dough today. Oh, yeah. I sat down and watched it for two or three minutes, just dogged the dough around. And she ended up finally running out of the, uh, the little subdivision that we we're working in. And he went right behind her. But what it was, I, but that buck that I ended up shooting, he his back hocks were just as black. His neck was just, just I mean, absolutely swollen, mm-hmm. which he was a massive body there. He, I mean, he weighed definitely over two, 200, 210, I would say. Yeah. But his neck was just real swollen. So I kind of think he might have been rutting a little bit early or getting ready to start. Yeah. The trail cam pictures that uh, some guys have been sending me, he had a massive drop time on his uh, left side, which would have put him well over 190 inches. I showed a taxidermist that. He said he would have went well over 190 inches with the drop time. But uh, uh, the guys that sent me the last picture, he had them in bow season. And so from both season to now, he ended up breaking the drop time off. Oh man, that's a shame. <laughs> yeah, <and> that, <laughs> yeah. It, it, the pictures that he sent me, uh, some of them were steel, full velvet, and then uh, one picture he sent me was uh, he was shedding his velvet, and it was half hanging off and half on him, and his back was all bloodied up, and it was just, and it's just something you would think you'd see out of North American whitetail, you know, not not yeah. you know, Warren County. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's awesome that he sent you those, and that you know you can have those photos and show people that you know when they're looking at your deer on the wall, you can say, yeah, this was him, you know, when he was still alive and different stages of his life. So, yep, that's pretty in awesome. Twenty in twenty seventeen or twenty, it would have been late twenty seventeen, which which is the first picture I've seen of him, and he was a mainframe eight with two kickers. And in 2018, he blew up. Uh, he didn't have the drop time yet, but he was, uh, like I said, he by that time he was he was a whole lot more masked up, and he was starting to get a whole lot more kickers. Yeah. And then in 2019, somebody ended up shooting him, uh, or not, you know, it shot at him, and it broke his front right leg. Oh man. And it he- and it healed up from last year, and then. Yeah, you know, I've always heard that you know when you when you injure a buck like that, it'll mess the rack up on the opposite side, or yeah. it'll it'll make them look all funky and whatnot. Yeah. But that wound, whatever, I don't know if the kid shot him with a buckshot or with the rifle, but whatever happened with the leg, it it healed completely. But it's a, a softball size knot on his left leg. I think no, his right leg. It's a softball size knot on it. And I don't, I don't know if that had anything to do with, you know, how many points and how many kickers and stickers he had, but it's just, it, it's, it's truly amazing that, that deer survived as long as he did. Oh, yeah, <laughs> especially in the I Carolinas. Mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, because Warren County, we, I mean, we run dogs. I mean, I'm, I dog hunt as well. You know, we run dogs, and that block is, uh, it's, 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 it's hit pretty heavily. So he's, he's outsmarted hunters and dogs his whole life, and that's just, to me, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And did you um, 
Do you, you happen to know uh, or ha- or have an idea of, of how old that deer is or was? Uh, yeah, the taxidermy said he had to be at least six, uh, if yeah. not more. And then the yeah. crazy thing is, is that um, in you know when I posted the picture into the NC Deer Hunt page on Facebook, there was guys that I, I guess have a lease in Warren County that was nearby because they, they had actually sent me some trail cam pictures. The guys that sent me trail cam pictures in Warren County, I knew, but this guy was uh, some, I guess, uh, like I said, he must have had a lease nearby because he had them on his tram cam uh, this year. Yeah. And I don't oh, know if wow. he had any previous history with him, but he did send me a picture, like, currently this year. So it, it had to have been right after he shedded his velvet. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he, and he still has some on the back uh, on the back side of both, you know, both main beams. He's got plenty of velvet still hanging right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you mean in that photo or, or when you kill uh, him? No, yeah, right now, he's yeah, at the taxidermist. He's still got plenty of velvet on back of both ends. He's just, oh, wow. I guess there's no way he could rub it all off, I guess. Yeah, I gotcha. Oh, that's <laughs> good. That's neat too, man. Uh, yeah, I, that's going to be a cool mount. Oh, man, yeah, that'll be beautiful. Uh, right now, he's a mainframe. What would you say he is, mainframe? He's a mainframe nine. Okay, all right. He's all got right. a five on the right and I believe four on the left. Oh, all right. All uh, right oh, cool. actually, no, the opposite. He's got five on the left and four on the right. All right. All right. And then on both G2s, he's got uh, one side. I know he's got five or six kickers on one G2, and he's got <laughs> wow. four on the left. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. And, uh, when I pulled up to the pulled up to Randy Hayes uh, Monday evening, uh, they, he, him and another, I guess, would be his assistant, they were taking uh, turns guessing what they thought it would score, and one of them said 177, and the other one said 180. And then uh, once we got him caked out and got all the meat, uh, meat situated in the cooler and whatnot, he said, I'll go ahead and give you a, a good green score measurement. And I said, that'd be, that'd be wonderful. And then after everything was tallied up, and uh, he just started chuckling. And I was like, you know, chuckling, it could even mean bad or good. And he said, oh, it's good. And I said, well, how good is it? He said, it's 187 and a half. And I was like, I couldn't, yeah. I, I mean, I was speechless I, once in a lifetime. So it, and a lot of people are talking about I might as well sell my rifle, my my truck and all that <laughs> other stuff. <laughs> well, it just goes to show you that you never know what's truly walking through the woods. And, that, and that's why we hunt right there. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, and you know, there, there's people that I've interviewed over the years that, um, you know, kind of said the same thing. You know, I, I, I think I'll just give up hunting or I might as well give up hunting or, pe- or people told them that. And then, you know, a few years later, they turn around and killed something even, even bigger. So That's exactly you know, right. And that, that, you just never know. You know, just, yeah. just one of those things. Yeah, they happen right. to be at the right spot at the right time. And just then it paid off. Yeah, yeah. So this is a deer that you 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 said you you saw him in the flesh one time from a distance, but you had never had him on your trail cams. Yep, ne- never had him on my cameras, and yeah, I did. I'd seen him. I seen him maybe not even eighty yards out when I when I actually laid my eyes on him. Uh, I actually had to flip the truck around to turn it around because I knew I'd seen that one. I seen one nice buck, and uh, I kept going. And when I kind of, I kind of glanced back to make sure it wasn't another deer standing beside him, and it was, and that's when I flipped the truck around. He was maybe eighty yards from the from the road at that time, and I, and I knew the end. I said that is, that's got to be the one everybody's been been talking about. Cause they uh they word had got out last year that there was a massive drop time, but twenty nineteen was the first year that he had a drop time that I was aware of. Yeah, and that word had got up that there was a massive drop time, buck, and I knew. 
I knew that was it because I could see the drop time. He was only 80 yards away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well how would you feel uh, the other day in the neighborhood when you were working in when you saw that big 12? You, you didn't want to bust out your crossbow? And- <laughs> <laughs> well, that was in Virginia, so I might have. If I'd had oh, a Virginia yeah. tags, it would have been a – would have been an easy one that like that was earlier today that was uh right around midday 12 o'clock we were going to lunch and uh we were leaving the subdivision and my buddy was like you got to stop the truck and i was like what's going on he said there's a monster buck right there oh, and man. i threw it in reverse and i looked over it's a main frame 12 i mean probably 20 inches wide a true i mean a true giant and he was just dogging the dough yeah yeah man how about that and That's, here it is. I mean, it, it's late October. So, I mean, if I, I, I've, yeah. I mean, in years past, I've seen, in the, for the last two or three years, I've seen more, or I would say, rut activity the last week of October than I have the first week of November or the second week of November. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, I, a lot of people have this idea where the second week of November is peak rut, which I think it changes almost year to year. Maybe not by a whole lot, but yeah. about a little bit. I think yeah. the weather has a lot to do with it too. Yeah, I think you're right, and yeah, it's a, uh, and you know, the same deer might not be in rut when another one is. I mean, they kind of yep. go through a little cycle there. But that yep. that uh that twelve, he didn't know who he didn't know what he was doing standing in front of you. <laughs> he didn't yeah, know what you just. Me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my buddy, my buddy that uh, told me to stop the truck. He said, "Hey." That did don't matter to you, huh? You wouldn't even waste a tag on him. <laughs> I was like, I don't know about that one. Uh, my views haven't changed in it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, you still recognize, yeah. still appreciate his. Uh, trip, yeah, yeah. Trip, yeah. With, without a doubt, without a doubt. Oh man, that's great. Well, uh, so I, I, I do have every every intention. Of course, if they're holding the Dixie Deer Classic uh, this coming up year, which. You know, they had said they would be, but of course, with COVID going on, things can change between here and there. But yeah, I have all intentions on bringing it up to the Dixie Deer class just to go ahead and yeah. see what it officially score. Yeah, that'd be great. I was going to ask you about that too. And and yeah, hey, you know, they're they're saying real strongly that they're going to do it, but you're right. You, you really don't know what's going to happen. But um, yeah, we'll be at that show. We always have a booth at that show. And uh, you'd be a strong, strong candidate for for one of the awards if not the main award so um yeah it'd be good to see you there yeah i would definitely uh, i'll stop by the booth for sure <laughs> hey there you go folks that's chris acock from warrington north carolina with a giant buck 22 pointer and uh you can check that out on our bag of buck forum at carolinasportsman.com and we appreciate you joining us on the sportsman weekly podcast tune in next week and we'll have another one for you i'm your host brian cope signing off <laughs>